we talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shit, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop. Episode 87. I am your host, Bobby Hall, and with me as always, that's Dylan. Losey Wicks. What's going on, Dylan? What is going on, Bobby? Another beautiful day, Sunday that is, for this episode of TSP. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Talking Shop, and Twitter, uh, at Talking Shop, Jesus Christ. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Talking Shop. There we go. The pre-ball rips are alive and well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gotta love it. Uh, But I got some good news this week, Bobby. Got some good news. Hopefully good news. Hopeful news, I want to call it now. Um, as I reported last week on the pod, got a little life update. Um, so far that house that we were looking at that I was questioning, it went off the market the next day. Unbelievable. Probably Dylan affected more than likely. Um, but yeah, I mean, the market's so fucking crazy right now. Um, probably election year has something to do with it as well. Not too sure, but yeah, it's hot as fuck right now. So it's like, you're looking at houses, you better put an offer if not go tour that house right away because it's probably going to be not on the market within the next 72 hours guaranteed especially if it's like right where like it's a nice house great price um in budget stuff like that so now the update as of now is we put an offer on a different house we just did a virtual tour today's friday so we do recording on fridays put a um offer on the house i got to hear back from them by noon saturday so hopefully uh, things go well. Uh, we're ready to move into this house. It's in the Troy, Ohio area, so it's not too far. Within two hours from actually some friends and family, and still good commute um, within that thirty-minute time range, drive range, I should say, um, for the Herbert. We're not Herbert, uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base. So, and lo and behold, within a twenty-minute drive is an XPO Logistics, so I can go right back to my roots. <laughs> What's up, man? Um, I believe that, um, if I remember right, um, interest rates on loans right now are like historically low. So right now, uh, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a buyer's market. Yeah, I think uh, people we are have, uh, going pretty we have, nuts. We have 2.6, I think, right now. 2.6. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, and, and that's good. I mean, that's... that's if it's like a military thing, right? Yeah, it's a VA loan, so I'm sure it has that something to do with it as well. Um, but I have no idea what to compare that 2.6 with anyways. I don't know what the market was looking like before. This is like obviously the first time I've ever even seriously looked into all those details of house buying. So um, it's all new to me. You got yourself in a good spot, man. You knocked up somebody in the military. You get hooked up on stuff like this. And, uh, you know, obviously she makes good money to where you can work three to four days a week. Um, 
That's good. It's a good setup, man. You, you did. You did good. Well, it's a, I wait a say I get my forty hours a week. I'm just on PTO time. It's my earned time. I'm still getting paid for those days. It's not that I'm not getting paid for those days. I'm not going to be working. I just had to use it or lose it because that's just how the company I work for is. Well, right. I mean, right. But I mean, at at uh, at the planet, you know, um, it's not it's any kind of strenuous activity. You know, you got. I'm, I'm giving you a big ups here, man. A lot of guys would love to be in your shoes. It's yeah, not all what it, it's not what it's all cracked up to be though, man. It's kind of emasculate in a way. You don't want to be like you kind of you, like me personally. I don't want to be fucking like riding the coattails of my wife. I mean, I know that's like I don't know if that's a double standard or like offending women out there, whatever the case is. But I, I myself as a male want to be the breadwinner. I want to bring home the bread. I want to be able to be the supporter of the family um, and stuff like that. So I mean, a traditional way of thinking, yes, maybe, but it. I don't know. It's definitely rubbed me a wrong way. Then I, then I, then I ask you, I, then I have a, a point to ask. If you want to be the breadwinner, you've been down there for about three and a half-ish years, maybe close to four. Um, why didn't you branch out from your current job to get a, into a scenario where you would be the, the breadwinner? Yeah, so the opportunities down here are slim to none. It's not like it's uh not like the rust spelled up in Ohio for sure. Like I, I look on Indeed, man, and there's just jobs left and right, fifteen plus dollars an hour, left and right. Like just industrial working jobs, um, not so much like factory assembly line jobs, but um, like forklifting. I have certification there, so a lot of forklift jobs, yard work, warehouse stuff like that is what I personally would like to do. Down where I'm at, it's kind of like a tourist area, so it's a lot of customer service, waitressing, um. All that, like, you know, tourist kind of attraction type of work. So that's not what I want to be doing at all. And I want to get away from it as fast as possible. So you should not be seeing me, hopefully, knock on wood here, that uh, I should not be working any kind of customer service job. There you go. I mean, and and you were down in Florida, man. The Coke game is pretty lucrative from what I hear in rap music, you know, Rick Ross and, and, and people of that sort. So, uh, you know, you could have made something happen there, you know. Yeah. Um, yes. And then, uh, but we'll see. So what you're saying is the GOAT, the XPO.GOAT might be coming out of retirement. Is that what you're saying? He might be coming out of retirement. The Brett Favre of forklifting at XPO Logistics. Um, I got to love it, man. I'm actually kind of stoked because um, it's either that. It's not like hit or miss on that job in particular either because the opportunities are endless over there. I can work for Dayton Freight who actually start even higher per hour. Uh, for money, also other like DHL. You're gonna have to um, put down the ball for a little bit then. Oh no question, no question. At least to pass the initial screenings. It's gonna be the, the, these these show episodes are gonna be vastly different, man. It's gonna be weird. They're not gonna be too different. It's come on now, different Sunday, same Dilf. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if it was anything like last week. But uh, before we uh, bring on Big Jody Mac, I figured we get into you know some of the shitty, shittier parts of uh, the beginning of our week, and that's uh, the Cleveland Browns getting absolutely shellacked in Pittsburgh. Um, our guy Ramel, like I, I think, with him being a Pittsburgh guy working Cleveland media, I, I think he kind of uh, put a hex on on the Browns, picking them to win in like any any fashion, either fashion. What he said is either going to be d- defensive or, or a shootout. And, um, yeah, it kind of fucked us. And also, um, I was talking to him today, uh, Chris Bassett, friend of the show. Um, he had himself a nice little uh, 
playoff mustache going, and it was also bringing luck to not only the, the A's there for a little while, uh, but the Browns as well. And and I've come to find out that he shaved that before this week's game. So I'm um, not too happy with him about that. But, um, hope, hope yeah, man, it sucks. Um, it really sucks because there was, there was a lot of hope going into that one. I, I think this was the biggest test of, of the year. You know, they were 4-1 going into that, and uh, we wanted to see if we could hang with the big – Big dogs, and uh, obviously that is n- not the case. Um, they can kind of flirt in the little secondary area with those teams, and um, I don't know. They they got to get it going and uh, try to make something happen before they try to uh, attack uh, the, the big brothers in that division. Because Cincy and Cleveland are the uh, redheaded stepchild stepchildren of the AFC North, and just get straight punked anytime. Uh, those two come into town and it sucks, but uh, it, it's just fact. I don't like to admit it. And then the Ravens, you know, the rich, rich get ri- richer. They got, uh, I don't even know how to completely pronounce his name. Yannick. Uh, Ngagwe. Ngagwe. Yeah. Like From uh, who had a cup of coffee with the Vikings, um, but it came uh, to them from uh, the Jags. But um, I think he's got like four sacks on the year. I know Cleveland was trying to get get after him in the offseason. I don't know if they try to put in any kind of trade packages with Minnesota. You know, they kind of had a link there with, with Coach Stefanski, and that would have been awesome because if uh, the name's not Miles Garrett, no one else is getting any kind of pressure or sacks on that D-line. You know, they're able to stuff the run pretty well, but it would have been uh, awesome to have uh, a legitimate uh, number two uh, on that D-line. But, yeah, it goes to the Ravens, so it's like fucking double, double nut punch. Um, and, uh, yeah, Brown's got a real big game this week. I'm kind of nervous about it, D'Lo, to, to be completely honest. Uh, I, I feel like that team's still kind of reeling from the Steelers game. I, you know, I, I listen, and I, I think you do too, but, uh, Cleveland Browns daily. I've just been listening to these guys in press conferences and, um, everybody minus, uh, Jarvis, which I'm going to, I'm going to touch on here in a minute. Just, uh, I don't know, they just kind of said the, the cliche shit, you know, looking, forward to the next game and blah 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 but i don't know i could just kind of tell that uh they're not totally off off that game from this past sunday and um we'll see uh burrow and company uh, uh, the record doesn't really uh show uh what, what they've been doing out there he just keeps getting better every week and uh, t higgins is starting to emerge a little bit and um they didn't have uh big geno adkins week two he's back and um it's at their spot, and I feel like they probably feel like they could. This is a game that they can win, and I hope the Browns, um, you know, pack their lunch and, and get ready to go to work because this is uh, this is a big one. It's a really big. So is the the game next week if they if they pull out the win this week. Um, the Raiders are right there flirting with that that seventh, you know, six seed uh, um, playoff run. So we'll see what happens. But uh, before I, I get into the the Jarvis thing, um, you know, Dilo, you know, share your thoughts, man. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously third play from scrimmage for the offense, for the Browns, that is. It was just a gut punch. Pick six, 10 nothing. wind's completely out of the sails, probably reversing sails at this point, pushing us back into land as uh, we retreated. Um, yeah, we were just not a team built to play from behind, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think that we are one to... Probably, yeah, we just, we just hang our heads, man. We just hang our heads. And you can see it. Our wide receivers, they start jawing at the DBs, and they get emotional. 
OBJ is one of the most emotional wide receivers out there, as we all know. Um, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse for him. Uh, he's he's throwing theatrics on the sidelines. I mean, I understand it's coming probably from a good place in his mind, but the perception is just not there from the outside looking in. And it just looks like a mess when you're down by 30-plus going uh, against the Ravens and Pittsburgh. I understand we got him to play. We got to play him again, and we're still four and two. So I'm not. I'm not looking at this one game and completely discrediting everything that happened in the past. I mean, I understand that the teams that we have beat, they weren't that good. The teams that we're about to be beating in the future probably aren't going to be that good. I mean, you look at the teams that we have coming up. We can easily go five and zero. Oh. Easily, we can probably make. We can go five and zero. Oh. Good chance. I don't like that you just said that. Game. I don't like that you of all people just said that. That's that doesn't bode well for the Browns. Well, it sucks. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, looking at looking at the schedule, I mean, it's very possible. But at least we have a steady hand guiding the ship, and Kevin Stefanski. I love Kevin Stefanski. He learns from his mistakes. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. He he takes the takes the blame, doesn't blame other coaches, doesn't blame anything else, puts it all on him. Um I'm I'm nervous for Baker, but I understand that he's 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 injured, but I mean Baker I'm fucking playing. sucks. I'm gonna put that out there. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. He fucking he, sucks. Yeah, he's he's not doing good. He he uh he gets hit and then he gets skittish. He he doesn't trust his eyes, he doesn't trust the the routes he falls back into like a Freddy Kitchen nightmare, and uh, it's not it's not good. It's not yeah. good. I, I I try to shoot that dude a little bit of bail because I mean yeah he it's been on a crazy ass coaching carousel, and last year really just kind of fucked all kinds of uh, progress for him. But I mean we seen what the fuck he could do in 2018. I mean he was slaying that fucking rock. He broke he broke um, um, Peyton Manning's touchdown record rookie record, and that was with way less talent. And now he's got a hell of a O line. Um, still, and that's missing, you know, probably the best guard in football right now. And, um, two number one running backs, two top receivers, um, you know, one of the top tight ends. And this dude is just holding on to the ball for fucking 20 minutes. And, uh, I don't know, man, it sucks. And you can't do the, uh, the play action rollouts every fucking time. Cause obviously, um, it's just not going to work. And, uh, I, he needs to pull his head out of his ass and uh, you know I'm not I'm not totally turning my back on him, but dude, these next ten games are going to be big for him and uh, his future with with this team. I feel like, but yeah, hundred um, percent. I, I, I know he's also that. playing hurt too, and he got he got beat the fuck up against Pittsburgh. But man, he uh, he's been at, at best like below average. Yeah, this year it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate if he has to be a game manager. I don't give a shit. Um, just let him do that then. But at least we do not have Hugh Jackson. And that's a sound clip I want to bring up. Have you heard this yet? It's it's a, it's a He might be a better rapper than he is a head coach. So if you haven't heard Hugh Jackson's rap, um, buckle, buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. I got a serious rap for the Browns fans. This is all about some wings and pizza. So stay with me here. Now from the top, we got to make it drop. That's some wings and pizza. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wings and pizza. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wings and pizza. Macaroni in a pot. That's some wings and pizza. Lyrics, 
song brought to you by Sir Master Hugh Jackson Flash, rapping to you live about some wings and pizza. Enjoy your day. Get your wings, get your pizza, and drop it like it's hot. Let's go. <laughs> there you have it, baby. Sir Master Hugh Jackson Flash. Just talking about some. Some wings and pizza. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Wow. Okay. Well, Hugh Jackson needs to get a fucking hobby. Um, <laughs> no, before, because I can't forget this, because I do want to shout him out. Motherfucking Jarvis Landry, who's been the heart and soul of this team ever since he's joined the roster. Come to find out, he, he broke one of his ribs in the Colts game. And instead of sitting out like many people would do, this dude's playing. And he's playing the whole game. He's not taking you know reps off. And uh, I love that. I love that uh, he's trying to do anything he can to help this team win. I'm sure that uh, he is uh, you know disappointed with with you know how how this shit's how last Sunday went and um, maybe how his numbers are are kind of dipping a little bit. But uh, I love that dude. He's definitely one of my favorite players on that squad. And when I heard that this week, uh, I definitely. Had some newfound respect because uh, that uh, that can't be uh, any fun playing uh, football in the NFL with broken ribs, let alone anything. I'm sure us podcasting with broken ribs right now would suck. I can't imagine um, catching you know fucking balls down the middle, getting smoked by a safety. What? What? Are we, uh, I'm not to, not to discredit that statement at all because I love Jarvis Landry as well, and um, kudos to him. But what what makes that more um, of a I guess? Something to praise, and then for Baker, when he plays her, it's he's trash. He should definitely not be playing. He's the quarterback, and obviously, Baker, uh, he just sucks. He doesn't have the same tenacity. He doesn't. I don't feel like he has the same attitude as uh, as Jarvis, man. And um, that's just that's my two cents. Okay. What about you, though, man? Since you kind of challenged me on that, no, I was just I was just wondering because I know that you didn't give any credit for Baker playing hurt whatsoever, but more so just negative. But hey, Jarvis had a couple of drops, but he is he is playing broken ribs. Give him that. Um, I mean, granted, it is two drops that could have extended drives to go to points, but we'll see. I don't know. I I think Baker has a lot to prove. Yeah, I get that. Um, but you've been more um, you've driven you've driven the Baker bandwagon you know you you uh you wanted to put a stat well you and many others want to put a statue up of baker mayfield after 2018 I, and um while uh, i support that guy through and through um i've just never been 100 percent sold maybe like 85 percent at one point and it's starting to drop a little bit but um yeah no i guess i guess you do got me there he did play last week and uh, he's pissed that he got pulled, and I. But I do feel like that was a good idea because Watt and Dupree and um, um, Cam uh, fucking um, fuck, can't remember his name, but those guys are coming through oh, and, yeah, and, and drilling his ass. I think um, last week, actually, surprisingly, he was taking more hits than you know Jarvis would be throughout the game. But anyway, yeah, we'll see. I, I really want to see. A full year under Stefanski. I mean, he's he's been abused last year. It's like it's like beating up a, a beating up a, a puppy, you know, beating up a puppy, 
and then goes to a different owner. And anytime you raise the newspaper to read it, it's going to start shivering. You know, you just got to he has to stop like shaking inside the pocket and get that confidence back. Because when you put him in there on that Thursday night, his rookie year against the Jets, man, he fucking slung it like he was in Oklahoma. So um, let's get that swagger back and uh, hopefully we'll see better. It can be done. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen. It can definitely be done. So that's what I hope. uh, Yeah, like you said, Coach Stavansky can bring it back out of him because right now he's on on his way out. But knock on wood, let's get this fucking dub against Cincy. Um, try to get past uh, Las Vegas, and then uh, we'll be a very, very much needed bye week, man. I'm looking forward to hopefully getting one out of two, and uh, you know, re- regrouping a little bit. But anyway, yeah, we're four and two. I think we got the sixth spot right now. If if the season ended, and um, I'm not like some of these media guys that are acting like four and two rounds are fucking two and four, which is right, thing, right, but um. I just wanted I want to get out of the Browns side. We went longer than I thought, but I wanted to get the Browns and, and all that shit out of the way. But I hear the music. I know what time it is. Let's go. It's Joe Tober. What's going on, Joe? Welcome back. I love that noise. I love it. Um <laughs> He throws me off. He's got so much energy, and then I don't know what to do. I don't know how to match that. Hey, well, I, I try to be really over, yeah, over the top. Puffs. Go over the top, and then bring it back down with a casual. How's it going? How's it going, Joe? That's yeah. That's the level I'm at. I'm like, hey man, what's up? <laughs> I don't got a lot of. I've got a lot of energy to, to devote to screaming. Joe Tober, own. we're rolling, baby. We're rolling. Um, we're going strong. And yeah. next week. uh Concludes Joe Tober, but hey, we might as well ask you now, man. What what are we thinking about a Joe Vember? Uh, yes. Okay, man. There we go. <laughs> I just give you that awkward, answer, that awkward answer there. Yes, cool. Put like a put like for the image the for the image. We can put like Joe on the Mayflower or something. I I would go for a turkey. Yeah, but in the exact same spot <laughs> though, in the woods. <laughs> the Mayflower is kind of <laughs> sus now. Yeah, oh, you can't do it. I mean, they canceled cops. Well, not for you. I mean, you come from the loins of someone on that ship, but the one that were driving it, now the one that were keeping it afloat, that's a, that's a different story. <laughs> Take that, Whitey. Or the ones... Uh-oh. I just got a, um, a uh, notification here that AB is visiting the Bucks, but... Um, it's good to have you back, man. It's good to have you back. Got some things. I actually took down some notes this week. Um, a couple, a couple things. Mainly, um, UFC 254 is tomorrow. Big fight card. Very excited about that. And the the greatest part of it all is that it starts at fucking 2 p.m. Beautiful. Oh my! I did not know that at all. Rather than fucking 10 o'clock and the main events at like 1:30. That shit is tough. So if you're not fully invested in it, man, that's, that's it's and super I usually tough, I watch it with my father-in-law. He loves that shit, and he'll want to get the fight. But he gets up three, four in the morning every day. He's cashed out by you know by the time it comes around. Yeah. So yeah, wake up and then it's like a thirty-minute ordeal, maybe at right. most. I mean, a lot of times it's not even that; it doesn't go the full round. You know, oh, you got knocked out, and 
you know, a minute 30. Great. All right. I'm just spent 50 bucks on this. See you later. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. It'll be done at like fuck 530. Yeah. And then it'll be time to play video games and all kinds of all kinds of great things. I got a couple. Bucks fucking finally play tomorrow too. Been waiting for some Ohio State football. They're finally starting their season. Cannot wait. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great Saturday. No, forget all that. Did you see the new Mario Kart? The the augmented reality Mario Kart. I haven't. Oh, dude, you get an RC car, and it comes with a camera, and you drive it with the switch, and you go through little uh, what cardboard cutouts. Dude, look it up. I'm telling you, bro. I'm about to oh. look that up right now. Yeah, That's crazy. Right. It is it's crazy. Is it home circuit? Ah, you know what I don't remember the name of it. Give me two seconds. I just know home, it's uh Mario Kart Live. Home circuit's multiplayer is expensive and chaotic. Yeah, that's the one. Shit. Yeah, that's the one. How much I'm is just it? saying. If you're down to get it, I'm down to get it. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's crazy as hell. But that's that's not my only piece of I'm gonna Tech check that out. Holy fuck, I'm telling you, look it up when you get a minute. But I feel I've been feeling weird the past couple of weeks. I saw the uh you know I'm an Android guy. For I'm now. Guy. I have I've been both. For now. I would I think I'm switching back again. Yeah, baby. Feel, this is gonna be your, your second second time flip flopping. I think so, yeah. You did it uh like six years ago, I remember. It's uh, I like it. I do, I love Android. I do. But I miss iMessage. That's it. If I had a decent way to communicate with my family that was just iMessage, and then somebody's going to come out of, you can just use Facebook Messenger. It's not the same. It's not. I want blue bubbles back. That's what oh, I need. Yeah. I need it. Or like like just now, somebody sent me, or we had you know a message come through. The good old days it was labeled. And, uh, I can't see it. It's blurry. But I know the other person with the iPhone in the, in the message can see it no problem. You know, it's it's clear. It's nice. My end of a phone that damn near is the most beautiful screen I've ever held in my hand. But I can't see that blurry ass video. It's not goddamn iMessage. And I I need I need some Joe Macris and emojis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, Where you, get I'll get a message moves. from you, and you're talking to me as a fucking fox or a robot. <laughs> um, that's great. Those are great. I can do that. And it's, it's the people that have switched to Android, like Matt Smith. Uh, he has regretted it basically, if, like almost since day one. Yeah. Um, he, I think he's gonna be. I think when his contract's up or whatever, when his phone's paid, I don't know how that shit works anymore. Um, he's gonna be switching back. Well, I just was looking it up and. I want the Max. I want the Pro Max because, you know, why not? Yeah, you don't have walk hands. <laughs> yeah, I think you can, uh, as early as November 3rd, pre-order it, and it comes out like the 16th or something of November. But I know the 3rd is the day. I wrote it down like a psychopath. I never, I've never been excited about technology like this. Has anyone uh, I've been wanting some AirPods, man? As douchey as that sounds, but I want some. They're, they're good, man. I recommend them. I was never on the AirPod train, but uh, now that I have them, 
I have to say, mm. because they you don't have to have them both in to work. They can have one or the other in. I have at least yeah, one. Yeah, you look like you wore a visor. I used to, um, back in my fedora days. But you can tell. One, one or the other, one or the other, I have them in my ear probably 80% of the day, listening to like podcasts, uh, sports shows, stuff like that. It's, just, it's such a convenience. Also, just like you can hear when your phone rings, you just tap it, boom, you're talking to someone Bluetooth style. It's It's great. That's yeah, the cool part about it. in the Apple world there is all your shit works together. Yeah. Like, you know, you've got the iPhone and and everything works together. It got to the point where I've been on Android so long that I, I just gave my brother my Apple Watch because I couldn't use it. That's the, the one thing I, I don't ever see myself getting. I know some people that love their Apple Watches, but I just don't. Um, I wouldn't wear it every day. I wouldn't want to wear it every day doing Not what I do for a living. Yeah, you know, that's why I had to stop wearing get it. Get fucking garbage but, juice on it. Get real pissed off. <laughs> that's why I stopped wearing it. But if I worked in like an office or shit back in my I would have wore that thing every day. You know, I gotta worry about destroying it. And... But I don't know, man. It was a it was a lot of technology crammed in that little thing. It's little goofy shit. Like um, one thing that sold me on it was the navigation. Like you could be walking down the street, or oh, we're trying to get to the stadium in Cleveland, right? Uh, we'll take a left here, and then it would tap your. Your wrist would tap. You know what I mean? It would vibrate like, zzz, zzz. Well, I'll take a left here. You're not pulling your phone out and getting mugged every three seconds. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Not You're not you're getting mugged every three seconds. You know what I mean? Right. How do you guys feel about technology? In like, that is open-ended as fuck. <laughs> that is open-ended as fuck. How do you feel about air? I'm just Man, trying to... Like uh, uh, the, world, the world needs a Dylan Lasevich TED Talk for sure. Talk. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. I love well, listening hear me to out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like technology, there's this uh, what documentary on Netflix. There's uh, I forgot what it's called. It's, I think it's Social Dilemma. The Social Dilemma. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Either way, uh, it talks about how. Well, first off, it interviews these people who used to work with former employees of like Google, Twitter, like higher ups, like in in the FO, and uh, basically they're they left the companies and they were concerned of like how technology was being geared towards like more so just making money for themselves is more of money hungry and data hungry. And it's just like how technology almost knows more about you than you could ever know about your own self. Because it, it like it say you're on Instagram, for instance, you're swiping through photos. It's collecting data as far as how long you are looking at a specific photo. It captures all that data and then it uses that data to help possibly um, get advertisements geared towards what you'll be looking at uh, throughout like different videos. It's going to also like possibly get like f- like possible friend request. Uh, you may know this person type deal. Um, I usually hate every person that shows up there. Yeah, it's just, it's it's crazy. It, like it listens in to what exactly you're doing, and then people that are also around you also would get the same kind of ads because the two pieces, like two phones are close together at along. It's kind of like when you turn on your phone or turn on your car with your phone, it like tells you how far you're away from work. Like how the fuck do you know I'm going to work? Um, yes. It's it, it, that kind of stuff. Like that little, little shit. You should not know that I'm going you know home right now. Yeah, but you have a schedule. You go there. I mean, normal people go to work. So here's a almost, weird. Almost, what? this technology is almost programmed to know 
what exactly you're doing on any given day or it's time. It's a hundred program day. to do that. Right. Yeah, and what's right. your schedule? It's also it makes it convenient to try to keep you. It's try. It's also geared to try to keep you on those apps as long as possible. Because the longer you're on those apps, the more advertisements you're seeing, the more money they're making for themselves. So it's all this data that they're collecting is going to be pushing towards to keep you on there longer, um, based on like interest. So if you like Facebook, it's probably one of the biggest, um, uh, I guess, crime of this is going to be searching through the videos. There's going to be a bunch of like recommended videos or like stuff that they think you would like and stay on their app longer. I get it. That's why you guys got to know about cool stuff. That's that's not what it's supposed to be when originally, I don't think. I think it was more so just like it helped like connect family members together, long, long lost relatives, like from across the country that it was just easier to communicate and like branch off in that kind of sense. But now it's more of like collecting way more personal information than it needs to. Dude, that's where you're wrong. All this shit's about money. Yeah, right. It's always always about money. That's all it is. It's money, money, money. And then they kind of disguise it as something else. Shit, some of it's easy to disguise. Oh, yeah, we invented the like button so people can encourage you to post more. Motherfucker, you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? You're propelling me. You're, You're eating at my little caveman brain telling me, oh, people think this is cool. They really like me. We are friends. We're really cool together. Let's keep posting shit. No, it's bullshit. Right. I love it. I like <laughs> I like trolling people. So I really like Facebook lately. You know me, psychopaths out there with their political views. I'm not bringing it there. I'm just saying. I've been saving pictures. No, I've I've, of, I've been I've my Facebook's been deactivated for three months and it's been fantastic. Well, I don't miss that. You're missing what I'm out here doing. I don't miss uh, what's going on on Twitter. Well, all I'll do is I'll save. They both. Both sides have got these crazy theories of uh, Trump's going to jail, Biden's going to prison, blah, blah, blah. So I like to save these like super extremist photos, and I post them on opposing people's Facebooks to piss them off, and then I just turn my phone off. It's the best thing. I wake up maybe the next day, and I've got 100 notifications, and then people are trying to just explain away my picture. Well, this is Epstein before he knew so and so. Blah blah blah. I'm like, dog. I'm just trolling. We need to get out of. You gotta get off Facebook. Stop getting your news from there. That Epstein shit is crazy, though. It is, but what I'm getting at is the fact checking button. Nobody, the social dilemma shit we were getting at was they get these, they get likes and and all this shit, and a lot of people just get their news from Facebook. Yeah. And they have no idea if it's real or not, and they just run with it. So I'll make shit up and see somebody else share it. Can I order one large pizza? Sorry. I had to take advantage of it. <laughs> um, I will say, though, uh, Instagram, Instagram, I, I've still been using IG because obviously Instagram's the land of just all good things. No one's going to ever really post negative shit, pick, so that's been kind of nice. You don't get as much um, um, of the political stuff right now. I mean, you'll get some of, like the sponsored posts and shit, but nothing crazy. Um, but man, they sure don't. They sure know what I like, man. I'll, I'll get a lot of like JC Penney's. Hey, here's some big and tall Nike clothes, and I'll click it like a moron, and drop a quick two hundo, and then I'll swipe a few more times, and then they'll be like, "Oh shit, sour, sour apple ropes." 
Yeah, I need to buy some of those too. Drop another quick two hundred. Insta, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they smoke my ass with it with the ads on Instagram. But um, yeah. speaking of technology, man, I'm thinking it's time to bring back the Zoom. Shout out to the Zoom. Anyone who back back in the day, um, ah. that were uh, too poor to 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 buy the. Dude, the Zoom was sweet. The uh, iPods. The Zune was like substantially cheaper, and it was like a th- it was like thirty gigs, which in fucking like oh eight, that's like an infinite amount of space. Thirty gigs of music is still a good amount. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of damn music. That's that's multiple four K movies still. That's like an upgrade from your Walkman. Were you all right? I know we give you shit all the time, but were you old enough for a Walkman? I okay. wasn't. I was, I was saying it was an upgrade. For, it was an upgrade for you. I, I'm more of the CD. Yeah, we're old, bro. Because I think I just when were when were CDs made? Actually, that was late '90s, wasn't? Uh, it? I feel like we grew up with CDs. We had tapes for a little bit, but it was. I was probably like nine or ten when tapes went out of. Being, I mean, they were always portable. Go, what I mean is, like, I want to say it was late '90s. You got a portable CD player. I could be wrong. I don't know. I feel like MP3s didn't get out mainstream. So like, I like a kid level, I should say, like high school for me, where I could get. Uh, I remember we had a five twelve megabyte uh, MP3 player from RCA. And it was like the shit. Oh man, we put so many songs on here. I share with my buddies. We just dump shit. It took us a fucking week to download. So put that some forty one song on there. <laughs> some people prefer. The OG vinyl. Yeah, they also prefer handlebar mustaches. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Shout out to technology, what? man. What a great uh what a great little deep what dive. Open there. Question. Um how do you guys feel about doors? <laughs> what are your thoughts on homes? Because I've got a doozy for you. On Netflix, there's this docu-series called Home Invasion, where it talks about home insurance companies and how they try to raise the rates of their interests silently and uh, through the different social media outlets. And um, You don't. People look at him. You, you broke him, bro. You broke him. Look at him. Come back. I, I don't know. I, th- I was just listening. Do? I don't know if... Hey, I was just being... Right, that's what I'm saying. You are too deep. You're too deep right there. I thought... I thought oh, this was a nice segue into a, re- a real story here. No, that was all fake. Um, that's unfortunate. The real the, story... I need to use the Facebook fact checker is, on your um, I got a couple things I wanted to bring up. One being... We haven't talked about any music in a while. And I had to bring up... Jack Harlow's new single, which dropped yesterday, it was weird that it dropped on a Thursday. Usually, shit drops on Fridays now, but um, it's called Tyler. Is it? Is it just Tyler Hero? Is that the, the last name of the dude from Miami? Do you know Dylan? I don't that know if it's pronounced right. Hero or Harrow, but um, that song bangs. That song is really dope. Uh, I really like the beat a lot. Is it um, similar to the uh, "Bitch, What's Happening" or "What's Popping"? Sorry, is it similar to that I think one? I think I like this one better only because I just got really tired of that song because it was just it was everywhere it went, went crazy. Yeah, it but uh, it's really yeah, I really like that one a lot. Definitely need to 
Check that one out if you have not. Uh, Jack Harlow just continues to keep bubbling up, so hopefully uh, 2021 he'll uh, drop a new album or something. We were supposed to go see his ass uh, this month, but of course uh, COVID fucked that all up, and eventually... Um, Pretty cool, right? Initially, it was, we were supposed to think see him in March. Then it got pushed to October, and they finally just canceled the whole fucking thing. So um, that sucked. Yeah, shout out to COVID. Shout out to 2020. Really, uh, really killing it this year. And then um, the other thing was uh, this haunted. Was it just haunted Verdansk? Is that the name of it? Yeah, the yeah the haunting in Verdansk. There we go. I figured uh, you know if we get some haunted Verdansk off there, we we can get you off of uh, your iPhone for a minute. To record some podcast, but uh, yeah, Haunted Verdansk. It's this new little, I think, addition that um, Call of Duty Warzone is, is putting up for a couple weeks, and I only got to play one one match solo, but um, I really thought it was sweet. It's like a, it's called Zombie Royale, and you'll you'll drop in, and if you get shot, instead of going to the Gulag, you you drop back in as a zombie, oh. and uh, you have to. Um, basically you have to f- chase around and, and eat slash kill guys. And I think after you do so many, you get to come back. Um, That's awesome. As a second chance or whatever. And then That's the last so awesome. team, last team with a human, it says win. So um, that was pretty cool. And then they have, of course, you know, they got to get the microtransactions in there. They got some skins where you can dress up as uh, the dude from Texas Chainsaw Massacre awesome. or uh, the saw guy. Jigsaw, so that was kind of cool. And I don't know, it, it, the, uh, Leatherface was the name. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the trailer pre slash preview kind of made it look like they were in the game modes. Is that true, or were they just um like showing off the the skins? They're they're showing off the skins, I think. Okay. Oh, I'm sure because yeah, the the way they were shown in there looked like they they were in the fucking game mode, which would have been really sweet, but. Either way, it looks fun. Definitely, Jason. I definitely um, am looking forward to to hopping in this e- this evening or tonight after I'm, we uh, record. I'm, ready, man. I'm guns a blazing. No work tomorrow. Let's fucking get it, Joe. You know it's free. I don't know if you already have it on the on the uh, PC. Well, I'll, uh, if not, it's going to be like a, a 100 billion gig worth oh, of yeah. updates and. Well, it's not. If we weren't recording, I would turn. I would make the Xbox do it right now. Get that thing. Well, I could probably do it on the computer right now too. Whatever. Game Pass is the so shit. So platform. So if you want to do it on the PC or the Xbox, either or, we got guys that uh, play with us on PC, and then I don't know how they. I think they have like Microsoft something on their computer, and they'll be able to join our Xbox party. It's actually pretty dope. Yeah, dude. Um, so that's that's what the Game Pass thing is on the computer. Is it's like a uh, your Xbox overlay. But it's on the computer, and it looks yeah. just like it's even the same color, like by default. Like I use on my uh, Xbox One, I use the red, like the black or whatever, the red. You know how you can pick your color. You know it starts as green. You can pick whatever. I got like the the dark red, and when I installed it over here, it was smart enough to figure that out and go, "Oh yeah, we'll match it up." When as soon as I logged in, everything's the same. It's got the same background. It's how you say dope. Well, oh, wait, sorry. That's lit. I think what they're saying nowadays. You should uh, get that popping here. Maybe after we finish this episode, you should start that. Get that rolling. Um, the crazy fucking thing is, I was looking at it the other day. I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you know, slash Warzone, 
takes up, I think, over 200 gigs on my hard drive. The updates, <laughs> the updates on that game that's have been wild. 200 gigs, dude. That's that's about half my my uh, hard drive. It is. Um, the Xbox One came with the original one. I have a launch one still working. I don't know how, but uh, yeah. it yeah, it had 500 gigs, but you it got partitioned into half, and I think whatever the remaining partition left was like 230 gigs. So you think about it, you can install like one gig, I mean one game. And have what room for what? Nothing? Just enough for your Netflix, YouTube, and Hulu. Shit, that's it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, once, because I already have Cold War pre-ordered, so once that drops, um, that'll be an interesting dilemma. Because I'll still probably want to jump into some Warzone every once in a while. Well, do you have a the easiest way Carrying I got over. on that was? You got an external hard drive. I I guess I could could do that, yeah. I think I got it um just a couple years back. Three terabyte hard drive, but make sure it's USB 3.0 in that port that's on the the, the, the left hand side, I think it is. If you're looking at the machine straight on, was on the old machine was a USB 3.0 port. So technically it's faster than the SATA 2 drive that's in there, and you can get ridiculous sizes. I think Cold War is going to have their own war zone, which I'm interested to see. A new fresh map. Um, I was trying to look up shit about Cold War. I was confused by the way they were explaining it, but um, yeah, if, if uh, that carries over, that'll be dope. I'm also excited about fucking just playing zo- regular ass zombies on, on Cold War. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun, man. I haven't done that. Uh, in years, probably like five years, to be honest. I'm, I'm glad that uh, Call of Duty's finally starting to get their shit together a little bit. I mean, even the multiplayer and Modern Warfare was pretty fun, you know, for the most part. But obviously, yeah, Warzone's, you know, put them on the next level. Like, they basically knocked fucking uh, Fortnite out of the fucking way. I mean, there's still people that play that shit on on Twitch, shit, but <laughs> never got into that. That reminds me of a, that reminds me of a thing I do that confuses kids. If a bunch of kids ever like run up towards you, and start talking to you, or you need to make it through like a hallway, and there's a bunch of kids in the way. Just yell Fortnite five, six times in a way, like a row. They'll move out of your way. They'll be fucking confused. As dumb as that sounds, try it. I promises, it'll work. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. And they just freak out. They don't know what to think. They disperse. I played that. I think I played that game twice, and um, didn't or didn't like it. Didn't fuck with it. I had, some, I had some friends that played that shit religiously every day, and uh, I just I didn't get it. But I don't know. I think up until what was last year's Call of Duty that had Blackout, whatever the game was that had Blackout. That's when I started getting into the the Royale shit, Battle Royale, and Warzone just. Uh, perfected that shit you know what i'm talking about young d-lo yeah modern warfare is probably the first call of duty i own since ghost call of duty ghost so it's been a minute i mean ghost sucked ass i didn't like that call of duty whatsoever that weird alien one right for the zombies that weird um i I don't it's been too long couldn't even tell you i never even really got into like the black ops 
Uh, I owned Black Ops 1 and 2, did not own 3, I don't believe. And, uh, yeah, Call of Duty 4, the OG Modern Warfare, the very first one, was probably my personal favorite because that's just more so just nostalgia and the memories that I created uh, throughout the childhood playing that game growing up. Um, that that trio, game. that series was like phenomenal, the story mode wise. And yeah, it was fun. I mean, the quarantine brought back, there's a good placement for Warzone to come out. Quarantine hit and it was just, it brought back a lot of like, I don't know, growing up, not having much responsibility because we were all pretty much just laid off. Well, I mean, I was at least. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It brought me back into my roots of Call of Duty. And now it's more so just picking up when I have time and when I see someone on to play with, because it's definitely, that goes for any game. I can't really play a game by myself unless it's like a, a strict story mode game. Yeah. Damn it, kids. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. Um, I also need to pick up that new Crash. I, I forgot that new Crash Bandicoot game dropped. But maybe I'll get that for the PS4. I don't know. I uh, I took a break from, from games for a little bit. I don't know. I just got, got tired of it. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, jump back. I think wintertime, you know. I think that's just when a lot of people get, get back into that shit real heavy. Hey, you started Twitch. Plus, especially for me at work, wintertime, I'm going to probably be back down to like 45 hours a week, maybe 50 rather than, you know, 60 hours. So I'll be getting home probably like two o'clock instead of like five. So that'll give me a little extra, extra time. That's what I'm curious. Oh, I don't know what my hours are going to look like now going in the future with a new career. Ideally mornings, but it all depends too because I know – that's going to be Jen's schedule. And uh, if we do end up getting this house that I mentioned earlier in the episode, it's going to be like a half hour commute for her to base. So it's not going to be ideal to like have to drive half hour to base, come back, pick up kids, take her, take them to the CDC, which would be like basically daycare for them on base. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Hell yeah, yeah. Here, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, home dad. I hear it coming already. No, absolutely no. I told you, man. That shit, emasculine. Emasculine. No, it's not, bro. It is. That's my life goal. I don't know. It's like, I wish, I don't know. Like, I, think it, like yeah, I couldn't have to work and like, but it's like, I have my own personal bills and shit that I have to take care of outside of like helping out with, uh, Utilities, house, growth, all that kind of. Yeah, but you're not married. It's not helping out. That's your, that's your responsibility. <laughs> it, like I don't have my own money. We've got money. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't have a kid. We have a kid. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> have, I just, we have kids, but yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like even like if we were married, I don't know how we would like handle that. I think we would still just be like subconsciously. It's our money, but at the end, we, we don't have a like shared bank account or anything like that. What, dude? Just do that. It's way easier. I mean, I guess you're not you're in a weird spot compared to me, I guess, because we're married, so we right. did the bank account beforehand. It it, it made everything way easier. Yeah, it's like- I started saving a lot of money that way because I, I was making at one point like not like super great money, but like. Bringing home fourteen hundred bucks every week, like 
spending money. I mean, that's that's after taxes. And I'm retarded, so I just buy whatever I wanted. And then my, I think, so I was making from 1400 every week. Um, and I might have had 800 bucks in bills. Maybe. So is that yeah, all you have so. then? Is that all you have is that shared account? Or do you have your own, like, individual accounts, but you have, like, Oh, a yeah, we've got just a shared account. Okay. Yeah, I'm not allowed to touch the money anymore. I fuck up. I just buy <laughs> stuff. Which, the doghouse. She's cool, though, because, like... Nah, man. I just go, hey, I'm buying this. So she can keep track. She's like, okay. That's it. Yeah, I just buy whatever the fuck I want, dude. Yeah, like this uh, this $50 blue laser. Just, hey, baby, buy that. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion <laughs> that I am just way too immature to be making the, the amount of money that I do. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah, <laughs> and I have I decent know. put to the side for, like, important stuff or rainy days or whatever the fuck. But still, you know, constantly buying, like, wrestling shirts, fucking... <laughs> Stupid shit, man. Games. Doing? I don't know, man. I would, I would argue that I'm too mature for the money that I make. All the shirts. What do you mean, too mature? We gonna I'm, bring that money with you? I'm underpaid. Yeah, probably. But yeah, with I mean, like, <laughs> what? It's one of those classic. I mean, one of those, it's one of those classic. Yeah, like, I think you know what you're saying. You just wanted to say the opposite of what was said. Yeah, I'm I'm over here. I'm over here making what you should be making out of high school, not what you should be making supporting a family. My life, my life is much more mature than the income that I'm bringing in. Like you're a sugar baby, man. You got it. You got it made, man. Embrace it. Once you come I, to Ohio, then get in the growth mode. But enjoy your last month of being a sugar baby, man. There's a lot of people out there that would love that. All right. Well, quick question. Masculine. Do you think? You feel that way because you're gay? No? Okay. Not fucking with you. No, do you, uh, I mean, <laughs> well, I guess what I was going to try to get is, uh, what, what makes you feel less manly? Is it because you're not out getting money, or is it that your chick's got a pretty badass fucking job? I don't know. I just went. I went from owning a two-bedroom apartment on my own, and then basically took a, wow. took like a fifty percent pay cut when I took down here. Um, I don't know. Don't yeah, matter. you owned a fucking dingy ass apartment that you like you lived in by yourself. Now you're in a fucking nice house yeah. with a family. Damn, wow. man, you got you, what you a downgrade. <laughs> the fuck, terrible. Dude. Well, when you word it that way, I mean, I guess there's always like, but I'm not saying I need to, I'm saying it makes me feel masculine as far as like, okay, well, I guess so. it, when you get to Ohio where you say there's more opportunity, make it fucking happen. He's, he's you hear him going, it's traditional. No, that shit is out the window now. Yeah, yeah that's blow, stupid. That yeah, dude, this isn't window. fucking 1950. All right. This is not prohibition era. Okay. I mean, if you get a job and she's still making more money than you. Who gives a fuck? She should make more money than you anyway. She's in the fucking military. That's how she You can't be. even read, bro. Look at you. I can read. I just choose not to. I know. But before we get the fuck out of here, I want to see what your weekly... What, what was your bev of choice this week, man? I seen you take a little slurp. It didn't look like tea this week, though. It's not tea this week, baby. Oh, this episode oh, is brought to you by oh. Charlie's Philly Steaks, the number one lemonade out there in the nation, baby. Blueberry lemonade. 
Blueberry. Blueberry lemonade. Freshly squeezed blueberries. Had a pink hue to it. Oh, it's great. Here we go. Oh, hey, uh, and actually, I made my first ever, I can't believe it took me this long, but my first ever batch of chili last weekend went pretty damn good. I was I was happy with it. I gave it a 7.6. Um, I already told, I texted Kyle as soon as it happened. I'm like, hey, man, I'm gunning for your ass. Give me a couple couple rounds to, to get it right, because this first one, great taste, nice kick, but I got to go down a notch with like the salt. It had, it had a little little too much uh, salt in it, but overall, man, it was really good, especially the day after, because I don't know what the fuck it is with spaghetti or chili, but you eat that shit a day or two after, it's like, it's ten times better. I don't know. Kind of like pizza and Italian food in general. Big facts. But Dilo, man, we had another solid-ass Sunday episode. Uh, hopefully we can come back next week. Uh, talk about it. Some, some good news with with the brownies. Um, I'm still four and two though, man. Let's fucking get it. Uh, we're about to play some video games. I'm looking forward to that. Let's get some. Let's get a dub tonight. Us three. You know, we got yellow, white, and I don't know what Greeks skin tones are, but whatever that is, we got it going, man. Olive, red, olive. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. if olive fair, fair olive and. Whoa, 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 That was... I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm glad no one else can see that but us three. Fucking jerk. All right, now I'm done. Let's get the fuck out of here, Dylan. Let's you know fucking wrap on. it up, baby. It's been a beautiful episode. Another Sunday. Another episode of TSP. It's Joe Toper going into Vember on TSP Season 3. Hopefully we have some good news for the Brownies and myself personally for this house. Fingers are crossed. Pray for us at Talking Shop Pod on all three platforms. That's Instagram, Talking. Gee, I did it again. Did it in the intro. Did it again. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talking Shop Pod, baby. Support. Show the love. Till next time, check us out Wednesday with Mrs. Tippy. From myself, Bobby, and Joe, have a wonderful week, friends. Master Hugh Jackson Flash. Some wings and pizza.